You are listening to Challenge to Lead, five-minute thought nuggets to inspire you to be better. KPIs, what are they? Why do you need them? KPI stands for Key Performance Indicator. I've heard these called OKRs. I don't remember what that stands for (laughs) and a bunch of other things, but basically these are success metrics and that you should have KPIs for your company and you should have KPIs for each single person on your team. This is the hardest thing to do, I think. And I also think that it is the biggest indicator of whether or not your company will be successful and whether or not you will be successful as a manager and a leader. Because if you don't know what success looks like for your people, how can you expect them to know it? And how do you know if they're just being a drain on your resources or if they're actually a good performer? We don't wanna leave this to emotion, we wanna leave this to cold, hard facts, right? So KPIs, when I look at membership communities, I am looking for three things. First, how much do you spend on marketing to acquire a customer? And by the way, I used to do marketing consulting for real estate investors as well, and we would focus on KPIs, and this would be the first thing. How much does it cost you to acquire a contract? How much does it cost you to get a customer? That's your marketing and your sales metrics. Then the second thing is, how much does it cost you to service that customer or that client? And so like in real estate, this would look like, what is your team cost? What are your overheads, right? On top of marketing, what does it cost you to execute on that contract? How much is your budget for your rehab? In membership worlds, it's how much does it cost you from the membership fee that you charge in order to actually serve that customer? So if if, let's say, for example, hypothetically, you have someone uh, comes in and they pay $900 for your product and it costs you $300 in marketing and sales to acquire that customer and it costs you another $300 in overhead and expenses to serve that customer, then you're making $300. Those are our KPIs. Those are our initial business level KPIs, right? When you get down into the weeds of the team, everyone on your team needs to have a KPI and this is how you can tell the top performers from the underperformers because the top performers will beg you to have a metric of success. They will crave it because they don't want any ambiguity. They're gonna show you that they are so good at their job and they want you to know it and then they're gonna ask you to pay them more (laughs) or to take more time off or whatever. But they can't do that until they prove themselves to you and that's why they want one number. The bad employees will refuse to have a number. You will ask them what number is meaningful to them in their job and they will waver and waffle and do all kinds of terrible stuff. Case in point, my little story about this. When I was running my real estate investing company, my wholesaling, so wholesaling is basically marketing and sales for um, rehabbers and buy and hold uh, landlords. We do those signs on the side of the road, like we buy houses, we send out postcards, people call in, like I have a house to sell, we're like, great, we go out and see it. And then we take that contract and we go talk to all our rehabber friends and say, hey, I have this deal on the line. What do you think of it? Would you be willing to pay me an assignment fee if the numbers work for you? And they say yes, and magic happens. On my team, I had an admin um, whose job lead intake was to answer the calls. So his metrics were live answer rate and number of appointments set. And then I had a salesperson and their job should have been number of appointments attended and number of contracts closed or contracts signed. And this salesperson was such a diva that 
I, I had had other salespeople and they got this. They were like, yeah, I went on 10 appointments this week and, or I had 10 appointments scheduled this week and I went on six of them because four of them canceled. And then we would dig into like, what's a good attrition rate on cancellation. And then I would say, how many did you close out of that? Those 10 appointments that we set for you? Well, I only closed one, but that's because blah, blah, blah. Your metric's not a good one. The leads suck. This sucks. That sucks, right? If you take the time to set KPIs for your team, and then you have a team member who fights against them all the time, but does not suggest a better metric, that person is a cancer in your culture. So we're sitting in one of our team meetings, and for like the 15th week in a row, this salesperson was complaining about how she couldn't tell us her numbers because her numbers didn't apply. And the funniest thing happened. One of my other team members, super quiet, super sweet, slams his hands down on the table and says, you need to take ownership for your job. And now that's funny in some ways. And I was like proud of him that I was proud that I had built a culture where he felt like he could say that finally. And like, we were so on the numbers, we didn't just let it slide. On the other hand, I felt really bad because I let that behavior go on way too long. And I'll tell you that sales rep did not perform because they were so busy on just looking good, but on actually doing the work that they, they ruined the whole team. And once they were gone, things got so much better. So that's your challenge to lead today. This one went a little long. KPIs. Know your business KPIs. They are pretty standard. If you run a business, they're pretty standard. Cost to acquire, cost to serve, then like your profit margin, right? And then you need to really think about each of the roles on your team. And you can go find articles about this online. Like for customer service, it's usually like net promoter score and churn on a membership side. On sales, it's like conversions. On marketing, it's number of leads in the door, right? Go find your numbers, dial them in, and start tweaking them with your team, and your business will get better. Thank you for taking the time to listen today. I appreciate it, and I appreciate you. I have two challenges for you right now. Number one, stop. Take some time to think about what you just heard and apply it to your life and your situation and use it to be better today. Two, I have a goal to get to 100 more subscribers, so if you got something out of this and would share it, I would greatly appreciate that. Have a great day.